This is Colin Moriarty from Sacred Symbols, a PlayStation podcast, the best PlayStation podcast on the entire internet. If you're looking for a different PlayStation podcast to listen to than mine, you probably want to listen to podcasts beyond. But if you need a PlayStation podcast even after that, then you're in the right place for PlayStation experience. Have yourselves a very good time. Welcome to the land of long-lived play, where greatness is always waiting. Welcome to the PlayStation Experience. It is I, your boy, Dat Ninja Dev, and normally I'd be joined by Mr. Delvin Cox, but due to technical difficulties, his he computer is not hates with us. him. Yes, it does. I told him to throw the computer into the river. He had some update that apparently broke his drivers for his network ports or his wireless or something, but apparently he can't get on the internet. Which I just consider that an old person problem. So doesn't, a, doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I mean, Windows, we all know, is, is special, and it will break your things if uh, you update it. And uh, he did that, and uh, now it's broken. Fantastic. So, Way to go, Delvin. Yeah, that other voice you hear is, of course, Miss Haley Nicole Miller. How are you this morning? Uh, you know good it feels good to record a morning show especially since uh, i didn't didn't exactly feel great after work yesterday so i got my shift covered today nice 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 yeah recording in the mornings always feels a bit better than the, the, the weird afternoon shows especially in my household um we are starting like 40 minutes later than yeah, usual uh, so this will be interesting huh Uh, sorry, hold on, that's my neighbor, apparently, just screaming oh, into my apartment, sorry. I didn't hear any of that. Oh, okay. Sorry, uh, what did you ask? I was just talking about, um, how we're starting later than normal, but, uh, that's, you know, that's fine, technical difficulties happens. Yeah. But the show must, must go on. go on, yes. So, with that in mind... What have you been playing? Just Ghosts. It's literally all yeah. I've played. Um, yeah, same here. I finished Act 1 on Friday night, and so now nice. I'm like... Fair, uh, this is not a spoiler, but fair warning, when you finish Act 1, it's uh, it throws you into like four missions at once. Like you can't, you can't go back to the first area until you complete like the missions, and it took mm. me like an hour and a half to finish Act 1 because it just throws you into like four separate missions one okay. after the other um but so now i fast travel back to the first area and i'm just trying to like clear landmarks and get all the things also just want to put it out there i hate that bamboo slash thing i hate it oh i love the bamboo that's i love that i think the bamboo is super cool just trying to make sure you time everything and get them down hey i I've don't have i can't good. tap that stuff very well <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know. It, it's it's a different mechanic. I I think that it it could be easier, but I like the the fact that it presents you a little bit of a challenge trying to make sure you memorize the button presses and also get them down fast enough in order to actually slice through all seven like smoothly. So I think it's cool. Something it's different. Frustrating for sure. It will definitely make this platinum hard for me. Um, 
But, you know, uh, I'm trying to find one of the monochrome dye, dye merchants as well. So mm. Yeah, I saw that was a trophy. I saw somebody post that or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I have yet to find that because, yeah, I'm down with the monochrome. I just want to be all black. So, yeah. uh, Black is apparently in region two. Um, white is in region one. I don't care about the white. You, all black. To get the trophy, you need you need to buy one white die and one black die. Yeah, I won't use it. I'll buy it, but I won't use it. I'm actually pretty much, like, most of the stuff that I have right now is, like, all the default, like, the stuff you start with. Because I haven't found any colors or anything that I really like. I pretty much only wear the uh, traveling gear because yeah. I really don't like the way the armor looks. Honestly, yeah. it's, That's I don't what have I, any armor that I like. I have the traveler's attire upgraded to, like, fully upgraded, so... Hmm. Uh, it looks nice once you've got, like, the armbands that, like, you can wipe your sword against. Um, so, so it looks nice. It's, it's really fantastic, uh, the, the way that you clear more of the map. And now, uh, artifacts, like, the controller vibrates, uh, within 60 meters of one. So, super useful. Uh... What else? I've got my sword up to like level four. How how, how many um sword kits do you have? I don't know. I don't even look at them because I haven't I haven't seen anything I liked. I have I bought one off the merchant. It was like the the, the black and purple one. Okay. Um, but everything else that I've picked up, I don't like. I think I've maybe gotten two or three more. I've got uh I think I have like eight or nine of them. Uh, I've only gotten like five of them from. Pillars of Honor, but I've got like eight or nine of them. I'm currently using Twilight Oni as the sword kit I have. So yeah, I think I've only I've I want to say I've found two or three from the pillars, but I have only like I said I've only bought from the merchant just the one. I'm still in Act One. I've only done uh I've recruited Lady Masako and the Archer, but I haven't done any of their missions past actually recruiting them. Haven't done any other gold missions. Just been running around in the world doing like the little side quest of white missions and finding fox dens and all that stuff just getting upgrades that's literally all i've been doing. i think my sword is at level three and yeah i have the the traveling attire also updated to i think i want to say two or three I'd almost prefer if it didn't vibrate so far away. I'd rather it vibrate when I'm actually just close, because that misses a pain in the ass. Fair enough. Like, because uh, then you're like, okay, where am I? Is it close? Is it not close? Is it way over there? Like, that's it's just irritating. I wish they honestly. showed up and focused hearing. That's not. That'd be nice. Um, yeah. I think my favorite thing is the chain assassinations. Oh yeah, absolutely. Those. Yeah. The, well, actually, no. I take it back. I like the, the the duel, the being able to, to to chain duel and murder people that way. Oh, I the actually, stand up! I haven't upgraded yeah, the stand up. Yeah, I've There's upgraded a that to for where killing I can get five of them in, in one go. Ooh! So far, I can only kill three. Uh, there is an armor set that allows you that you can get later in the game that allows you to do two more. So nice. like the max uh, you like the max you can get at skill points wise too is three. And then I guess there's an armor set you can get later that allows you to do five. Yeah. So have you so, found yourself doing a lot of like stealth type of stuff, or are you going? Uh, like, I'm mixing it up. Route? I'm trying to do as stealthy as as possible. Like I'm trying to do it as stealthy as possible, right? Like go around, kill people, um, stealthily. Um, but oftentimes, if I you know get 
get spotted, I just feel like going back into cover is not worth it. I'll just fight my way out. Um, mm. Especially since I have all four stances unlocked, so... The fourth one feels kind of useless, but that's alright. Okay. Yeah, I've got three stances unlocked, and uh, I have decided I don't even want to go stealth at all. I just want to walk into your camp, announce my presence... And then murder you all. If there are hostages, I highly recommend not doing that, by the way. I literally uh, almost got screwed over this morning while I was playing uh, before, you know, we were waiting on Delvin and everything. <laughs> uh, I was rescuing, uh, like I was trying to complete a camp in the first area again. Um, and... I'd gone in stealthily, I guess they found the body, and then they just started running towards the hostages and just trying to kill them. And yeah, they'll run pretty that. quick. Yeah. I, I've murdered most people trying to assassinate yes. my hostages, so they're not killing my hostages. But I don't know. I feel like the stealth just doesn't feel anywhere near as satisfying as actually just dueling and walking in as a master swordsman like, I'm gonna murder you, so... Yeah, I'm I'm having just a lot of fun. Like I literally just walk in there, head down, straw hat, don't even move, wait for him to come to me, and just start parrying and slap. It's just, uh, the dance is so nice. It's so the, the perfect parry is pretty useful too. The uh, the ability to roll when you uh, jump off of things that's useful. Uh, pro tip, by the way, you can't slide down cliffs. I did fall to my death trying to do that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I thought I could do Rad Steez, bro, uh, but, which is a reference to a trophy you can get in The Witcher 3, uh, because you can slide down hills as Geralt, but, mm -hmm. um, you could do that in the base game, but the trophy wasn't added until Hearts of Stone, and, you know, the, the, the mountain was pretty slow, so I thought I could just slide down it. Nope, he just falls to his death. Um, wow. one thing I will say, though, that grappling hook is fantastic. I haven't even got that yet. I've come across a bunch of places where I'm like, oh, a grappling hook would help here. Or, oh, there's a place where I'm supposed to grab, but I haven't even gotten that part yet. Yeah, you don't get it until you're ready to finish uh, Act 1. Oh, well, it'll be a while, because yeah. there's still plenty of land to uncover and Mongols to murder before we even delve into the story. I'm just... This, this is the assassin's creed slash tenchu slash zelda game that i've always wanted like as i play this more and more i'm like this is kind of the experience that i think donnie loved about breath of the wild that just kind of being able to go wherever and just kind of opening up stuff like i love that about this game like just wandering around and seeing what's around the next corner and knowing that you run to some mongolians and you can f save a hostage or whatnot and they'll direct you to something else like I'm having just a ball with this game. It's just a lot of fun. I love the combat. Uh, you know you know me. Give me a sword and a bow and I'm happy. So I'm enjoying my time very much with this game. All right. Let's get into the couple of questions we got here. Yeah, you'll notice I dropped one in there too. Yes. Yes, indeed. So from uh, Brian Lee O'Kurt over on Twitter, he has, how much time is too much time spent reading comics and playing video games? None. Yeah, I mean, like, how much time you got, buddy? I mean... It's, uh, it's better than doing <sighs> drugs. That's true. You know, there, there are plenty of more, more terrible things you could be doing instead of reading comics and playing video games. I think it all just comes down to balance. 
Hugs and depending not drugs, on kids. There we go. Hugs not drugs. You heard it here first. Probably not. But um I think it's just about balance. It depends like where you're at in your life. If you're if you're single and like that's what you want to do, you don't have any other obligations or commitments to anybody other than yourself, then take as much time as you want. It really doesn't matter. It's really if that's what you enjoy doing and it's not infringing upon or hurting relationships or anything like that, then you're good, you know? It's just about finding that right amount of balance to where you're not, you know, damaging, you know, either your 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 work, your your health, um, relationships with people that you care about. So as long as you've got all of that stuff in a good space, in a good order, then I don't think it really matters how much time you spend doing the hobbies you love. I mean, think about how much time we spent just working. Yeah. Like if you hate your job, but you're there eight hours a day, like, is that really, you know, too much time spent in a place you hate? Like, it, it, it's just about balance. Just find the balance that works for you. Um, it's not about necessarily, you know, others. Like I said, unless there's, these are relationships you care about cultivating. And if the time you're spending gaming or reading comic books or whatever it is that you're doing, if that's starting to neglect those relationships and starting to put a strain on that, then maybe it's time to reevaluate that. But otherwise, I mean, just spend the time you want, find the right balance, and you should be good. Like, uh, granted, I don't have a significant other or children, so the only person I have to deal with on a regular basis is my mom. But, like, Mm -hmm. even still, uh, you know... If I'm not at work or, you know, eating food, I'm generally playing games. And, you know, if my mom asks for help with something, sure, I put the controller down and I give her a hand. Like, it's, it's not hard. Like, you just need yeah. to balance that stuff out. So. Yep. All about that balance. And like I said, yeah, like you said, you don't have, I have a significant other. I have kids, so I have to make sure that I'm not spending too much time away from them or neglecting them or, or, or like, or anything like that to make sure that they're getting what they need from me while I'm also able to play my games and not, you know, anger the children or the wife because they're like, you're doing that too much or whatnot. It's just balance you know no, your, your kids tend to enjoy games too don't they they uh they they they, love they, the they do en- yeah they do enjoy the mario they do enjoy their tablets so they they do enjoy the gaming so but you know my son he loves to just come in here and sit on my lap and he wants to be wherever daddy is and a lot of the games that i'm playing are violent um, and I not great for children yeah exactly want them watching me decapitating people and slicing off arms or shooting aliens in the face. So a lot of the times if I'm playing something, um, I typically try to do it when they're asleep or not around. That way I'm not exposing them to stuff that they're probably not ready to handle. And I'm not ready to explain to them at this point. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Daddy, why is that guy's head off? Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. My game time uh, is my me time. So Totally understandable, yeah. Yeah. Hope that helps answer your question. All right, so our next question comes from BeBadPod, and they're wondering, when PlayStation launches a new console, do you go out and buy it right away? And if so, what do you do with your old one? Uh, Well, I couldn't get the PS4 at launch, but, you know, I got it a couple months later. PS5, though, yeah, I'll be there day one. And what do I do with my old console? Keep it? I'm, like, I'll keep it. Yeah. 
There's no point tra me, trading the PS4 in, right? Because I have way more space on the PS4 than I will on the PS5. Yeah, I think it all so. just depends on backwards compatibility, what the external storage looks like, how all that stuff works on what you may do with your PS4, unless it's like a collector's edition that you want to keep. Um, I had PS2 at launch, could not get PS3 at launch because working at Best Buy, they didn't allow us to buy the launch systems because they want to keep them for the customers. And also That's they dumb. were super expensive and harder to find. Yeah, it was weird just because like the launch of the PS3 and the 360 were so big. Um, and we had lines of people outside like days ahead of launch. You couldn't pre-order the system. Like there was no pre-order for the PS3 or the Xbox 360. It was just like this is the date that it comes out. So we had literally people lined up and they were like, yeah, you can't buy one unless you are in line. And unless you have the day off or requested the day off, you, you can't get in line. So for the PS3, I did get it a couple of maybe a month after launch. Um, my wife got it for me just as a surprise out the blue. Um, she's a keeper. The PS2, I missed the initial round, of, which is weird. The PS2 had pre-orders. I missed the initial round of, of pre-orders for the PS2. And then my mom sent me, she, she sent me a, I can't remember if she called me or sent me an email. I don't think we had text back then. But somehow she let me know that Toys R Us was taking pre-orders for the PS2 again. So I was able to go up to, this is my second year in college, I was able to get up to the... the the Best Buy that was not the, not the Best Buy, but the Toys R Us that was close to me, and I was able to pre-order that one. So I had the PS2 at launch. I got the PlayStation One the Christmas it came out. I uh, um, I, I never had a PS1. I did have a PS2, um, but I, I didn't get it at launch. I, I don't even yeah. remember when I got my PS2. Um, yeah, but I'm old. <laughs> okay, I'm not calling you old. I'm just saying like. PS3, I got like refurbished because I didn't have $600. Yeah, uh, I was lucky. That came out in the time of financial aid in college, so my wife was able to get me one. She's my girlfriend at the time. And then PS4, I did get at launch. So I will probably get the PS5 at launch. I can't really see any reason why I won't. I'm, uh, I'm really hoping that rumored August 6th date uh, for State of Play is like, hey, here's the price. So yeah, I don't really even care. I don't care what the price. price is. I just want to be able to pre-order it, and you can't do it until they put the price out there. See, it's funny. I'm just, I'm not even, I'm just not even worried about it. It'll come when it comes, and I'll pre-order it when it launches. But I guess I'm not, I'm not necessarily in any rush to get that information. It's funny because, like, I see everybody's like, "Oh, give us the price, give us a date." I'm just like, "It'll come when it comes." Uh, I'm in no rush. Yeah, but see, the the thing is, is that I have like one month of like pandemic relief left. So if I could pre-order it while I have that guaranteed money and just pay for it in full, that'd be great. But you could just put the money aside and on it. I don't have a savings account and it costs money to open one. Who said anything about a savings account? I told you already, put the money under your mattress. We've been over this. <laughs> no. Also, fun fact, my mattress isn't even really mattress. It's foam. And uh, I need I need a mattress. Okay, we'll get you a box. Get you like a little shoe box, cigar box, some kind of box, and put the money in the box. There are ways to do this without a savings account. <laughs> 
But yeah, I won't be tra- I won't be doing anything with my old consoles. I'll probably just keep them. I depending on what I'm still playing on PS4 since I have the launch PS4 um in the living room for the kids for like just dance and stuff like that. I might trade that one in and then move my pro into the living room for the kids. So it just depends. But I typically with uh my consoles I keep them all. I still have my original PS1. I still have my original PS2. Um, I have my original, like, the fat PS3 as well as a slim PS3. Like, I still have all of those consoles. Like, yeah. I typically don't trade them and I keep My PS3 that I had died pretty significantly. Like, again, it's the reason I had to go Platinum Infamous 1 on, um, on PS Now. Because I was, like, working on that plat. And then mm-hmm. it crashed, corrupted my save file and everything. And I... Mm. I had like 180 out of 365 shards um, in the game, so. Mm. But I've I've got that plot now. <laughs> nice. So, you know, I've got all I've got all the infamous plots. It'd be cool to go back and platinum uh, Sly Cooper, but no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My PS3, my fat PS3, the. The Blu-ray drive died, um, so that forced me to go digital on that system until I got the the slim um, with a working drive later on. But yep, still got them all. They're just chilling, basically a museum of PlayStation. Yeah, I don't have my PS3 anymore or my PS2. So yeah, well there you go. And uh, your question. Yeah, what I asked. I drink of choice when gaming. Yes, uh, I asked this on Prime. Uh, er, earlier in the week, but I was curious to see yours and Delvin's answer, but Delvin had to go and have computer issues. This is why you update your computer the night before you record, guys. You don't just leave it last minute. He's a special one, I tell you. (laughs) Um, My drink of choice when gaming, it really just depends on the mood I'm in. I don't necessarily have a go-to at all. It just really depends on the mood I'm in. Sometimes it's coffee. Sometimes it's beer. um, Sometimes it's just water. Depending on how late I'm playing or what kind of game I'm playing, I might do G Fuel. It just, it really just depends on the mood. So I can't say that I have a go-to or a choice. It just, it just depends on when I'm playing and the mood that I'm in, I guess. I usually go for a glass of soda or some Arnold Palmer. Uh, half and half, iced tea yeah. from nice, Arizona. Nice. It's really, uh, really tasty. Half lemonade, I, half iced tea. I do like the Arizona iced teas. I like the uh, the green tea, the Ew, ginseng. I don't like that one. Stuff is mad delicious. I don't like green tea though, in general. So I don't think I've ever had green tea outside of the Arizona iced tea green tea. I think that's the only one I've actually ever had. I don't so. actually like tea in general. So, I, iced tea, though. That stuff's good. Yeah. I, I'm a fan of the iced tea. If it's sweetened, I don't like unsweetened iced tea. That Ew, who just... wants to drink unsweetened iced tea? There are lots of people that I know that do that. It's weird. That's like when it's you go to a weird. restaurant and you ask for a lemonade and they give you a Sprite. I've never had that happen, but that uh, would really uh, make me angry. <laughs> Apparently, it's a thing that happens in the UK all the time. You, you ask oh, for a lemonade, God. they give you a Sprite. <laughs> That's ridiculous. 
I have had where like you ask for ginger ale and they give you Coke and Sprite mix, and I'm just like, this is how is that a ginger, ginger ale? ale? I have no idea. Like, just tell me you don't have ginger ale, dude. Don't don't go make ginger ale. Just be like we don't have that. <laughs> also, how does mixing Coke and Sprite two diametrically opposed flavor combinations? I don't know. I think they think it makes the right color or something. I'm like, that's not ginger. The whole point of the ginger ale is the ginger. Ginger, yeah. Ginger ale is fantastic, actually. Yes, it um, is. But uh, generally, I'll go for uh, Coke or Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper being the nectar of the gods. It's something. It's something. You don't like it, do you? I like Dr. Pepper. It's just not my favorite. I will definitely... I will have no problems drinking Dr. Pepper. But for some reason, it never stays in stock at the store close to my house, so I'm usually always drinking Coke or Pepsi. I'm a fan of Coke. Coke is probably my favorite soda. Um, I don't actually care what I'm drinking soda-wise, generally. Uh, Just a matter of, you know, whatever the store has. So I do like to put ice in my drink, though. I I don't put ice in anything. Ice is the devil. I hate ice. Like, I hate watering down my beverages. I won't put ice in anything. Anytime I go to a, a restaurant or a store or any place where they they sell you, like, off the tap or whatnot, I always say no ice every single time. No Ew, ice. I don't want no lukewarm. If you drink it fast enough, it's cold. Ice How just waters that... everything down. No, nah, not really. Not if you drink it fast. Well, no. I disagree. As soon as the ice goes in there, it begins to melt, it begins to dilute it. I'm good. I want that pure, that pure soda, if I have soda. So I typically won't get it with the ice, and I end up pretty drinking it usually pretty fast. But no ice, man. Ice is the See, I don't drink beer. If I drink alcohol, it's uh, vodka or coolers. Uh, yeah, I drink more beer than anything. I don't really drink a lot of hard alcohol. I, uh, I, I mix my vodka with lemonade. That's not a bad combination. You might, you should, if they have it, look for the Seagram's uh, sweet tea vodka and mix that with lemonade. That is Bob. What is Seagram's? Seagram's is uh, just a brand, and they have this sweet tea vodka that is just absolutely amazing, especially when you mix it with lemonade. It was, it was, it was a whole summer for me. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Uh, I, I've only ever seen, like, Smirnoff or, like, um, Grey Goose or the one that comes in a skull. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you, I'll send you a link for it or a pic of it. It's, it's quite delicious. Okay, so. moving along. We've, we've spoken about <laughs> drinks far too long. <laughs> Let's get into this news. Let's get into this news. What's your first story, Haley? Uh, just... I mean, I was going to talk about ghosts, but that's our big uh, story of the week. So I figured I'd pop in and just say that, like, the gameplay reveal for Mafia 1 remake came out. And, man, this looks fantastic. It's on the same engine as uh, Mafia 3, and it looks better than Mafia 3. Like, yeah, amazing. Um, Very excited. Uh, It's unfortunate that it comes out, like, two weeks after Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning, so... Mm, yeah, that is a. Uh, I mean, 
I gotta think like I feel like those audiences are maybe a little different, so it might not get too overshadowed. I know for you, like you want to play both, so. Uh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I have Tony Hawk's pre Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two pre-ordered. That comes out on September fourth. Re-Reckoning comes out four days later. I have four days to beat that Tony Hawk game. <laughs> I mean, see, let, let, let's talk about this for a second. Like, I, it's so funny. People always get like, oh, like, oh, I only have so many days to play this before this comes out. But I'm like, it's not like it's an online game that you need to be online with people to be like up to date. When it comes to like these single player games or even like a multiplayer that's not a story based thing like a Tony Hawk, like you have all the time in the world. That's comfort food. You can go back to it whenever. Kingdoms of Amalar, same thing. It's not a multiplayer game. It's just a story driven game. So you can always, you know, play that now, come back to it later or just pick it up whenever you have time to really just delve into it. Right. See, see, my thing is, is that like I want to get the platinum for Re-Reckoning. Mm-hmm. But I also want to get the platinum for Tony Hawk's. I don't know if that's going to be doable though, because mm-hmm. we a we don't even know what those lists are. Like I know I have a feeling the re reckoning list will pr- be pretty similar to the original list, which uh, for remasters that's generally like the way that is, which is fine. Like there were no glitch trophies or anything. It just involves completing storylines, which I never got to do because again my PS3 died and. By the time I got a new one, it was like Grand Theft Auto Five. So, um, but uh, it's it's more a matter of like when I when I pick a game up, I, I and I you know if I'm picking up Tony Hawk's Four Days Before Reckoning, uh, mm-hmm. I want to like be in the conversation for the next game. You know, yeah, that's like this like. Granted, like, uh, Tony Hawk's, um, Re-Reckoning and Mafia all come out in September, and then the next game that I'm excited for is Watch Dogs, which doesn't come out until October 29th. But then, I've gotta beat Watch Dogs before November 17th, cause that's when Valhalla comes out, and then two days later, Cyberpunk comes out. <laughs> So then the question is, like, which games do you really want to be a part of the conversation in? And you got to kind of pick and choose if it's really about just being a part of that conversation. I've long given up that. For me, it's like I, there's no way you can be a part of every conversation because who has time to play everything? So I just pick and choose the things that I really want to play. And those are the things. Those are the conversations that I'll be involved in if I'm even playing them at the same time as everybody else. So, like. Kings of Amalar, I feel like that is not going to be as big as like a Tony Hawk. So if you really want to be a part of the Tony Hawk conversation, then maybe you put Kings of Amalar into that ridiculous gap you have before, you know, um, October or whatnot and play it then. And then, you know, jump into conversations where they happen. It's just that's 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 the, the funny thing about, you know, trying to be a podcaster or trying to keep up is like trying to figure out how you're involved in all the conversations or play all the games and much like how much time do you spend doing this or that is about trying to find that balance and figuring out which conversations mean the most to you, I guess. That makes sense. Yeah. So like 
I understand that Cyberpunk is going to come out, you know, right after some stuff. And I'm just like, I feel like people are going to be playing that all year and going to be talking about it all year. So, and it's a single player game. So I'll kind of get to it when I get to it. If I'm not done with Watch Dogs by then, or I'm, I, I'll play Valhalla because I'll probably get Ubisoft Plus and have them all. So I'll probably check out Valhalla. Um, but it's not something that I'm like, hey, oh, I'm uh, going to play that. Fun fact. Again, we talk about how much the Canadian dollar sucks. Um, I mm-hmm. pre-order like when I, when I buy a game, if it's got DLC coming, I'll buy mm-hmm. like the the big edition. Do you want to take guess how much the ultimate edition for Valhalla costs in Canada? I don't even know how much it costs out here, but one hundred and twenty. $159.99. That's two games. That's two and a half games. That's crazy. So, Why? I don't know. I don't know. What in the heck is in the Ultimate Edition? <laughs> it's the same thing for uh, for Watch Dogs, by the way. It's also one hundred and fifty nine ninety nine, and for Far Cry, it's also one hundred and fifty nine ninety nine for the Ultimate Edition. Wow. Okay. So I guess the Ultimate Edition out here in the states, Best Buy has it for one forty, and GameStop has it for one hundred thirty. I mean. That's the price of two games. Like, how much DLC? What is in this? What, what is in this Ultimate Edition that causes it to be a hundred? Do I get a? Do I get a, a statue? Do I get? What am I getting? No, no, no. Like, it's a digital Ultimate Edition. It's one hundred and sixty dollars. Oh get, my god! Yes, it is just a digital. Pre- what the hell? You uh, you you get the season pass and uh, some exclusive content for the Ultimate Edition. Wow, yeah. The season pass, bonus mission, some other looks like cosmetic stuff, the Berserker gear pack. Yeah. The Berserker settlement pack, the longship pack, a set of runes. I'm like, man, all that stuff I can get in game. I'm not even like <laughs> probably in that ultimate pack stuff, man, they'll they'll release it later. I, <sighs> I don't know, man. I'm gonna buy that ultimate edition. <laughs> I'm definitely not buying that. You get an UB Plus, so you'll have it anyways. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I'll pay $15, I'll play them both, and then I will unsubscribe. <laughs> uh, Far Cry 6 looks exciting. Um, you you get to choose whether you play as a boy or a girl again, but apparently the protagonist is, uh, is voiced this time, so... Wait, I thought you were playing the son. So you now it can be a daughter? No. Nope. Oh, you're not. You're not uh. playing the son of the dictator. Uh. You are playing okay. uh, as Danny Rojas. Yeah, I have not looked too much into that game. Uh, I'll check it out when it has more stuff. I mean, it was, it looked cool. It looked like more Far Cry. Um, so. Oh, also, by the way, found out some info about the game. Uh, Far Cry 6 does take mm-hmm. place in present day. Interesting. But the island that, like, the game takes place on uh, has, like, that weird aesthetic of, like, looking like it's 50 years in the past, but it takes place in present day. Ah, so it's like third world country. We're still trying to catch up or something. Yeah. Interesting. Eh. I'm looking forward to seeing more about that game, but it's it's in the 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 far enough future to where I'm not tripping off of it right now. uh, There's so much coming this fall, it's not even funny. 
the thing about Far Cry 6 that immediately made me think there's no way this isn't present day is he was wearing iPhone head pod. <laughs> I, I like I iPhone I, earbuds. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. He was wearing that. I forgot all about that. Yeah. He's sitting there on the when he's playing when he's, on the computer or whatnot or doing whatever. Like he's his building his model him, yeah. before his dad hands him the grenade. Yeah. yeah. He's wearing he's, AirPods. He's, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. I'm gonna hand you a grenade and pull the pin while it's in your hands. <laughs> that's that's some stuff right there, man. But yeah, I'll be I'll be checking that out once it gets sooner. I'm I'm more focused on everything coming this fall because boy, boy, it's yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, we got a lot coming this fall. Like I said, we've got uh, Avengers is in September too, but I'm waiting for reviews before I jump into that. So, guess that game yeah. looks like it's just trying to be Destiny, but with the Avengers. See, I don't get Destiny vibes from that one at all. What I get from that is more of like Diablo type stuff. It doesn't to me nothing about that game screams Destiny. Everything that I've seen, the way they level up, the way it's got this more robust single-player type stuff, the more deeper RPG, the fact that it's third-person, like, nothing about that to me even remotely looks like Destiny. It really looks like more of a World of Warcraft Diablo type game than anything. Uh, and then, you know, like I said, like, so Avengers comes out on what, the 9th? Uh, I believe it is September 9th, yes. Uh, it's either the fourth or the ninth. I don't remember. Um, like like, so Let's you see. the fourth. Okay, the so you've got Tony Hawk's and Avengers coming out on the same day. Four days later, you've got Kingdoms of Amalur: Reckoning on the eighth. Then on the twenty fifth, you have Mafia One remake. Then currently, there's only one game that we know of coming in October, and that's um. Watch Dogs. That's Watch Dogs. And, and that but, might as well be November because it's the 29th of October. Yeah, but then we don't. We still don't even know about Call of Duty this year, which is crazy. I mean, yeah, the bag of Doritos just leaked with, like, Call of Duty, mm-hmm. Black Ops, Black Cold Ops, War. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but we still have, like, no concrete information about that game, where it's launching, and we're literally, like, three days from August at this point. So yep. that's jarring. Um, then after Watch Dogs, like we said, you've got, uh, Destiny 2 Beyond Light on November 10th, you've mm-hmm. got Valhalla on the 17th, Cyberpunk on the 19th, 19th. Mm-hmm. new console launches somewhere in that month, potentially, mm-hmm. like, it's crazy, yep. and My there's still current- more coming because there's more another state of play for playstation we know is happening we just don't know the date yet there's another xbox what's happening yeah (laughs) until they tell me a date it's not happening i need official confirmation they said there's more coming i need a date that makes it official for me there's another xbox event coming too we know that Mm um there's uh, DC Fandom, which has gaming news there as well on August 22nd. That's potentially where we'll finally see that Batman game revealed. Um, yep. You know, maybe even news about who bought WB. I just gotta wonder if any of that stuff is gonna be games that are coming this fall. Or, or is it gonna year. be stuff that's, you know, 2021? I mean... So, like, my list of games that I have to buy for the rest of the year is Horizon Zero Dawn coming in August, 
Avengers, Kings of Avalar, Watch Dogs, Destiny, Cyberpunk. Those are the only games that I'm, I'm looking to actually pick up this fall. Now, dates that we don't have, like Outriders is another one that I want to pick up if it comes out this fall. And then also Miles Morales. Like, that's supposed to be this fall too. Or this, yes, yep. you know, holiday yep. 2020. And who knows what else may launch holiday 2020. So, it is absolutely insane. There are just so many games coming out this fall. It's just... I'm oh, wondering if we'll get more info about Dying Light 2 as well. Because we still don't have that's a right. release date for that now. Still just... To be determined, yeah. Yeah. So that's another one that's on my list that has like just the to be determined. That one and Outriders are like the ones that I have that don't yeah. have dates. Dude, I want to play Dying Light 2 so bad. Like they look like they've improved the parkour so much. Like the map looks huge. So Yeah. That's gonna be definitely It's gonna be interesting. I, I just that game has been just kind of sitting forever. I, I thought it was it, just ridiculous that they had DLC for the first game that came out. I could not believe that when I saw that. What? The DLC for, like, the first Dying Light that just released not too long ago instead of Dying Light 2. Oh, like the... Uh, that the was a Hell Raid or something thing? like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Craziness. They're still updating the original Dying Light. Like, Just put out part two already. Jeez. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so got sidetracked. What's what's speaking Delvin's of like stories you since know, he's not here? Well, I was gonna go to mine, mine, but speaking of like this fall and rumors or whatnot, apparently there's a new God of War on the horizon that may be announced in this supposed August state of play. Fake. Been a lot Corey, of rumors. Corey Barlock says that's fake. Uh, so I would expect him to say that it's fake. To be perfectly honest, like that's kind of his job to be like, no, it's fake. But there's been a lot of a lot of speculation around this, a lot of rumors around it. It would be really interesting to announce that this soon if it's not coming. Like my biggest pet peeve, honestly, is when games are announced too soon. Like if yeah. this game isn't coming out for two years, I don't even want to hear about it. Like just wait until it's like a year out. Like I don't like 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 this was something that just irritated me with like the PS4. Like we knew about God of War and Last of Us and stuff so far ahead of their release date. Same with like Uncharted 4. Like these things get announced and then it doesn't come out for two, three years. I'd rather you just sit on that. Like just sit on it. Don't say anything. Wait till like it's really like in a somewhat polished state a year out from release and then give me a really nice polished trailer and be like, and this will be available in a year or whatnot. And then give me some updates leading into that or whatnot. But the whole, this is now like an early development. It'll be here in two to three years. Like, it's just insane to me. Like, for example, like Hellblade 2. Like, the fact that they're just now doing, like, the on-site, on like, location scouting. And this was kind of like, we thought this may have been, like, a launch game. It's just like, oof, how far out is this? Oh, they said they're building it on Unreal Engine 5, which isn't yeah, even out I'm yet. Just like, how does that work? like oh this is this is not close at all so that type of stuff like i'm i'm just kind of like speaking of while while we're on it what were your general consensus on that showcase from xbox there 
Um, I gave it a B. I mean, I think that it, it's really their messaging and their brand is like really strong with Game Pass. Yeah. Like these yeah. are all the games coming to Game Pass. It's a ton of games. You're gonna get all of our first party stuff. Like I, I thought that was good and the messaging around it was good. Letting them know that these are, you know, console first or whatnot. These certain games are actually exclusive or time exclusive or whatnot. I thought that, that showcase that was, uh, effectively made certain that I'm buying a Series X as well. So no, it did nothing for me to. I mean, State of Decay three and Fable. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, and that's another thing that like how far off is is Fable? Like that seems oh, that was, literally we got yeah. just a title. And then State of Decay, like that wasn't in game at all. That was just a CG trailer. So that didn't. I, I'm like, I've never cared about the graphics of State of Decay. It's just so fun to beat the heck out of zombies. Yeah. Nothing. Although, nothing. Zombie for animals that. is definitely new for that series, though. Yeah. I first when I first saw it, before I thought it was State of Decay. I thought, is this like a new Metro or something? Like that's what I was thinking. Also, but, by the way, lady, damn, you got you got some lungs. <laughs> yeah. Screaming at a wolf. Just in the middle of a forest. Hey, if it works, man, make yourself bigger than the animal. Sure, but then that wolf got eaten by a deer. Yeah, a mutated, disgusting deer. Zombie deer. Yeah. But, I mean, this, the showcase was cool. I, I thought it was yeah. a good showcase. It did it did good stuff for Game Pass. It, it sold people on Game Pass. I don't think Game it did Pass anything. Game Pass is such a good deal. I don't think it did anything to really sell series x in fact it makes you feel like i don't even need a series x yet but i thought it was good i thought they did a good job of you know pushing their messaging nothing in the showcase spoke to me at all so like none of the game there wasn't anything there that i was like oh man i really want to play that there wasn't a single game there that did that for me halo I want to see what they do with it, but it didn't exactly pull me in. Nothing about it looked ground like like groundbreaking to me. It it felt dated. Um, Even even watching the stream afterwards, like watching the forty the four the four K sixty frames per second, it just it looked literally the way it moved, the way it felt to me. It looked like the like just the original Halo. It looked exactly. uh, It looked and felt the same. Those low rush textures, by the way, on that. It's become a meme now. Everybody calls him Craig. Oh, yeah. That yeah, or, Craig, or, yeah. or whatnot. Uh, damn, dude. Uh, maybe having your games run on the Xbox One uh, as well. Not a great call. Yeah, so that's not even what it is. What happened was just reading all like the stuff and Man. like listening to like, the developers talking about that. It was that was a a a trailer or whatnot that was done for E3 months ago and what happened was they ended up changing engines i guess this one is also supposed to be running on unreal 4 or something like that and they ended up changing engines to make it more of an open world game just just based on all the rumors that i've heard and that that is a really really old trailer and that's what it looked like to me like i like i'm like how old is this trailer because it feels like it's it's super dated like i I, like there's no way that halo comes out and looks like that if it um, looks like that, they'll be critically panned. Like, I mean, they're already most, panned. Like, world's most powerful it, console. The game comes out, and it looks like a, a PS One game. Yeah, and that was the the version they had running on the PC. See, yeah, they which was just like their their right? their PC test, like their dev kit. Like, so I, I I don't think it's gonna look like that at all. I think it's gonna look no, a lot it'll pro- better. It'll probably look um, better. That grappling hook, though. 
that see that was nothing. I was like, this is just Doom. Like if you're gonna throw the grappling hook in there, like I'm like I feel like I'm watching Doom now, and that's not the experience that I was looking for from Halo. So I'm still for for me, Halo is still like a wait and see. Like what else are you gonna also, do with this? Also, why, why would you make your Halo game an open world? Like Halo's generally known for like linear story. Now you've turned the game into an open world sandbox. Yeah, it'll be interesting. People, there are people that are super excited about that, and I think. Oh, I'm excited! Like I've always liked Halo. I just I've never actually like gotten to play anything other than Halo Four. So Mm. I played like five minutes of Halo Five. Was like I don't like Locke and left. I was like, no, I don't like this character. Locke. I tried playing the original Halo, like when they got the Master Chief Collection and everything, and I was like, I I can't play this. The controls. I just I couldn't play it. So bad. So bad. Uh, It's not even that it was so bad, but for me, any game where I can't aim down sights in a shooter just really throws me off. So you would probably hate the uh, hate Fallout 3. No, because Fallout 3 has vets. Sure, that I like. I like that, okay. but, but again, that's not a first-person shooter. That's an RPG. Shooter. It's a first-person shooter in an RPG skin. It's an RPG first. Like that's the thing. Like I'm not looking at that game to be a shooter. Like that's not why I play a Fallout game. I don't play a Fallout game to be a, a first-person shooter. Just so remember to keep me, that same attitude with Cyberpunk because it's an RPG first. And yeah, I'm not looking shooter. for an I'm, I'm not looking for a first person shooter from Cyberpunk at all. I'm looking mm-hmm. for an RPG that's sitting in just like the first person mode. Like for me, like that's more of like that Fallout type stuff where it's not mm-hmm. it's not a shooter. Like that's it's just not it's not a first person shooter. It's you a first person game. It's first person action RPG. You think they'll let you aim down sights in Halo now or? I have no idea. It didn't look like it from the trailer. Like, it looked like uh, one one of the guns, like, it had aimed at, like, you could aim down the sights. But um, I don't think that's going to be typical because Halo games have never been aimed down sights. Like, it's that's just not their pedigree. That's how they started. So, I don't think it will. Um, and that's one of the reasons, like, I can never get into Overwatch. <laughs> like, oh. like, ah, I can't oh, do God. this. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not just, a fan of Overwatch. I'm just, I need, I want to aim down sights. That's just how I like my shooters. Oh, so. yeah. That's the thing that could be coming soon too is Overwatch two. All right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. All right. <sighs> I don't know so much. Yeah. Yep. The pandemic has thrown a lot of stuff like just all kind of things just in in array disarray basically. So we'll see what happens with that this God of War thing this rumor if if it happens in August I think that'll be huge i think that's really gonna like really get the sony fanboys going like we're gonna be excited like oh my god we have a halo game coming soon we've got just, a horizon let, game coming soon let me put like, this out there bananas. console wars are cringe play what you want to play where you want to play it enjoy games like pretty much like pretty much i don't care what box you play on or whether you play on pc like just play games and enjoy them but console wars are cringe and if you <laughs> partake in them you're generally like furthering stereotypes that aren't great i mean it's fun to argue and discuss some things sometimes but when it comes down to it yes play the games you want to play arguing and having a a a nice discussion which nice discussions are great arguing is not always a a great choice i prefer the term debate (laughs) oh god 
Uh, you know me and Donnie. We love we love to just debate things. You debate two spot. are the categorically, <laughs> diametrically opposed discussion. That you two are like foils to each other. <laughs> it's the best, and we like we like such different games. Yeah, our gaming taste couldn't be any more different. Like he's the volume gamer. That's why he loves the game pass. He wants that deal. I pay this little bit of money and I get to play all this. I'm like, I could care less. Like I'm I'm not the volume gamer. Like I don't having game pass and having access to 300 games that I'm never going to play does absolutely nothing for me. Yeah. I'm very particular. I'm very picky in what I want to play. Like I know what I want to play. So having access to a ton of games that I'm never going to play just doesn't do anything for me at all. So that's why the gamepad, like the Xbox showcase really didn't do much for me because the vast majority of those games I'm not going to play. And when they do have something that'll hit game pass that I like, then, you know, I'll subscribe for that month maybe and check out the game. Like I think I've played maybe seven games on the game pass. Like it just it just doesn't do much for me. Like most of the the the, the first party exclusives aren't games that I really want to play or have any real interest in. Um, Sony just happens to have games that I like to play, so that's typically where I play. And I really only play the exclusives on my Sony box and everything else. I just play on my PC. So just play the games that you like where you want to play them. Exactly. All right, so moving on to our last story. This was Delvin's story. Uh, Sony apparently is giving some PS Plus users 10 bucks for free. Here's $10 credit. I I have not seen that credit. So. I have not seen it either, but I would also like to point out that they generally only give credit to people who rarely buy things on the PlayStation Store. It's like, hey, here's $10 PSN credit to get you to use the store. So if you're buying games digitally all the time, you're probably not getting that $10 credit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I buy all my games digitally. Like yeah. that's how I get down. Cause screw discs and boxes and cases. Well, bow I, to your digital overlords. I game share with my best friend, so I buy everything digital so she can play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did that with the PS3 era. I started it with the PS4. It was so much easier Doug. in the PS3 era because you could have up to easier. five consoles, but now you can only have up to two. So yep, yep. And I, I used to do it with my I boy Doug until PS5, I got to. PS5, it'll be like you can have one. Yeah, it'll be real interesting to see if they if they keep that up. But um, yeah, I didn't get my ten dollars. I wouldn't be all surprised if I don't get it. I'm not worried, but I think it's I'm cool. I'm not worried either. It's, it's I mean, cool. it's a nice little incentive. Hey, it's been ten years of PS Plus. Here's ten bucks. But I think they should. If they're gonna do that. They should just do it for everybody. Who knows? Maybe they will. And. We just it's just taking them a long time to get it's them. It's like all those out. platinum rewards that I never get. Like uh categorically uh, an example. Uh I have the God of War platinum. Never got the platinum rewards for it. Yeah, I had the same problem happening when I platinum horizon. I never got the platinum thing. And it's it's so weird. I like, had to the email PlayStation settings support. and stuff. I had to email PlayStation support, send them a photo of like me having earned the trophy, and then they gave me my platinum stuff, and I just haven't bothered to do it i never got the days gone platinum stuff Mm -hmm. um i never got the god of war platinum stuff uh or the spider-man platinum stuff yep i I have same boat like i had to do the same thing they're like oh yeah send us a screenshot and do all this i'm like i'm not going through all that i'm good and it's because there was supposed to be something where you could turn on like marketing or it's i have that turned on and i never get their emails 
I get their emails now. Like I finally started getting it. Like you would get like the end of the year kind of like you know. Um, I get that, and breakdown. that's it. Yes, yeah, I I get that. I get I get a lot of their marketing stuff. I get most of the emails from them now finally. But yeah, the platinum I never got, and I'm just like I'm not going through all this for like a fame. It's not that serious. But Ugh. that again just goes to show like PlayStation like their whole infrastructure is is broken. Like they need to really. I'm I'm hoping that they go back to the drawing board with PS5 and kind of eliminate and fix some of that stuff. Um. Just to, I mean, come you think on we're now. still gonna have the XMB? I hope so. I, I, I appreciate their, their, their UI. I like the the PS3 UI. I like the PS4 UI. I cannot stand the Xbox dashboard. The, um, see, the Xbox dashboard in the first iteration of Xbox One was all right, but then they just kept changing it and changing yeah. it and changing it, and now it's completely different and just annoying. Yeah, I I really just like the the cross. They should yeah, they should bring back the blades. Thing. I I don't even remember the blades. Cause I didn't have a three sixty. But I didn't either. I just I hope they don't. That, that's the big meme that everyone asks for. Yeah, I've I've seen that a lot. Yeah, I I hope they don't deviate too much from the current UI for the PS4. Um, it's simple. I enjoy it. I can put things in folders. Makes it easier for me. So I hope they don't deviate too much from that. But I just want to know be how surprised. we add more storage space to the PS5 because 825 gigabytes. Yeah, I mean they said that it's just as simple as putting another M2 drive in, so I don't think it'll be all that difficult. I think it'll just be a slot that pops off and you just boop, boop, put it in, screw it down, call it a day. Putting in an M2 drive is super duper simple. It's very 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 simple. It literally is a slot. Where you just slide it in, put it down, and you do one screw. That's it. So as long as there's like a side panel or whatnot, or something like that, where you can just easily slide it off and insert the M2, shouldn't be a problem. And we'll but see. But it's got to be an SSD like. though, right? Well, that's what an M2 is. The M2 drive is a solid state drive. It looks like just a little stick. It looks like a. I don't know if you ever seen RAM, but it looks like a little RAM stick. Ah. Uh, so, okay. It's super simple to, to put in. It, Those are going to be expensive, One screw, though, very they? easy. It's hard to say because whatever the PS4, PS5 is running on is not really on the market yet as far as the type of drive and the speed that it has. There are super duper fast M2 drives out there, but based on this PS5 spec, um, it's not something that's on the market yet for you to buy. You can typically get a one terabyte M2 drive anywhere from a hundred to a hundred and forty bucks. Um, so you can get some much more expensive ones, but we'll see. Hard drives sizes or, or prices have been kind of going down, so I expect that if they're gonna have expandable storage, I'm thinking that if they're if they're smart about it. If they do a terabyte, it'll be a hundred bucks. If they do more than that, every ter- every additional terabyte should be about a hundred bucks. So I, I expect them to not, if they really want the mass adoption of people being able to actually get the expandable storage, I think a hundred dollars is the is the good. Is I a want good spot. I want a four terabyte drive. If they do that, it's probably gonna be like four hundred bucks. I, I could very easily see four terabytes if you want on the m2 drive m2 stick which quite honestly to be able to get it i can't see you being able to get an external usb drive which is not fast enough at this point. yeah i i they've said you can use an external usb drive but only for ps4 games yeah i yeah 
yeah, you won't be able to run the PS5 stuff externally. It's just not fast yeah. enough. So yeah, I, I'm expecting the terabyte drive to probably run anywhere from 100 to 150 bucks. I think anything outside of that, you're pricing yourself way too high as an add-on, especially when you know what storage is looking like. Like I just, I really gotta wonder if they're gonna be able to compress things down to where install sizes are much smaller because they're taking advantage of the SSD. Well, here's hoping because again, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is 221 gigabytes now. Oh, and yeah. fun fact: if you own Modern Warfare, the base game, you can't just download Warzone separately now. You have to download the whole Modern Warfare yep. game. Um, yep. So, uh, that was yep. fun to discover. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I had a friend I, who I, had that. He's like, what is, why is this taking up so much space? I'm like, well, Call of Duty is special, bro. And they, the they said it was going to be a smaller install size. And here we are, 221 gigs. Yeah. Uh, I which, that thing. which so by fast. the way, if that happens on PS5, that's like all your hard drive space gone. <laughs> I mean, my boy, he has just the original 500 gig drive on his PS4. So, like, that's pretty much his entire heart. I mean, I can't install anything else. I was like, well, you got to delete Call of Duty, bro. It's got to go. He picked up Ghost and was like, I, I can't install it. I was like, well, you have Call of Duty. That's why. So you need to get rid of Call of Duty and <laughs> install this because it's a better game. <laughs> and what did he say to that? He's like, yep, done. So he uninstalled it. He was upset because every time he would try to play it, it would be asking for an update. It would be like another 40 gigs, and it would take forever to download because he doesn't have the fastest internet. He was just like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, I, I'm hoping Call of Duty, the next one, uh, which, again, it's a Black Ops story, so I'll probably pick it up and play through it. Um, it, it I'm hoping it's at least a, a reasonable size. Yeah. Me too. And not 221 gigs. Yeah, I'm just really hoping that with the SSDs and then being able to optimize for every system having this kind of drive, they can actually shrink file sizes because you won't have to duplicate and do so much, you know, to be able to access stuff on the hard drive without all the super loading. Like, for example, Ghost of Tsushima is not a large game. No, it's like 33 gigs. It's a very, very small install file. But also, the, that the game, game is loads and so the, quick. The, is rid ridiculous yeah i i can't I, it, I can't even read the tips because it loads too fast yeah yep so yep. and just looking at the size of the game what it looks like like not not the size like hard drive wise but the size of the game the scope of it i'm like how did y'all get this to be only 38 gigs and how about how is everything loading so fast like this is insane y'all are some serious wizards with this tech so looking at just ghost of tsushima as a reference point I'm really wondering if they're going to be able to get these games to be that much smaller and to be able to load as fast as they're loading. Because based on Ghosts, like, I can't see any reason why not, why game sizes won't be smaller and why we're not able to load even faster. Because I, I feel like Ghost of Tsushima will have literally no load time at all on the PS5. Oh. And they artificially extended the load yeah, time so you could read quick. the tips. It's like, whoa. I mean, again, bro. it's that Spider-Man demo that they've used. Like, mm -hmm. like how the fast travel in Spider-Man, Miles Morales, is probably going to be instantaneous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, You won't even see the train whew. scene. You'll just go, hey, there you are. Yeah, it's like fast travel is this. You press a button and you're just there. Like, that's, that's insane. And that's pretty much what Ghost is. It's like fast travel and you're there. It's the perfect segue to just, you know, move right into our discussion of the week. Yeah. 
PlayStation has hit it out of the park with Ghost of Tsushima. Um, it is the fastest selling new IP this generation. It sold what two point four million in three days. Yeah. Uh, it's considered the fastest. Excuse me, fastest um, selling new IP this gen. Spider Man sold three point three, but it's but not again, a new it's IP. It's not a new IP. It's Spider Man. Yeah. The closest thing to it was Horizon Zero Dawn, which sold two point six in the first two weeks. So uh, this just goes to show, like, Sony's first-party studios really hit it out of the park. Like, they just keep delivering hit after hit after hit after hit. And some of it has been reprisals of older franchises, such as God of War, and then also being able to add new IP with Ghost of Tsushima, Days Gone, Horizon. Which, again, just to bring it up, because it always gets brought up anytime somebody mentions Days Gone. Yes, critics didn't like Days Gone. But if you look at the critics' score as opposed to the user score, the user Mm -hmm. score on Days Gone is way higher than it is critically. That game sold like hotcakes, and Mm -hmm. a sequel is probably already in development. uh, Yeah, absolutely. Especially based on the way that game ends. They're not going to leave that thread hanging. Um, yeah, and the longer the longer it went, the more love that game got. So yeah, and I mean, they, they fixed all the issues. Like yeah, it takes forever to load. Like that game is huge. That yeah. that game has two whole maps in it. Um, like it's so big that you can't even look at the whole map on one screen. Like like wow. literally. Like, did you ever beat Days Gone? No, I haven't. Even, I haven't even started it yet. Okay, so essentially, like the when you open the map, it does the same fog of war stuff that mm-hmm. Ghost does. Um, mm-hmm. And then it shows you the area you're in. And then once you get to a certain point in the story, it moves you to a separate area. Mm-hmm. And then once you beat the game, you go back to like the first area and you can go back and forth between them. But the map becomes so big at that point that like it will only show you the map area for where you are, not like wow. the whole map. Yeah. Um, wow. But again, like that's... That just goes to show that even though critics didn't like that game, users did. Uh, a, a sequel is most likely in development based on that final narrative thread, which, because Dev hasn't played the game yet, I'm not going to spoil uh, because it's that'd be the biggest dick move to do. <laughs> um, but just know a sequel to that is probably coming. I would, yeah. I would be very surprised if we don't see a sequel to it because uh, it a sold like hotcakes it, and it was it's actually ben's most successful game so yeah i mean it's just crazy when you just think about what sony has done they've managed to launch several new ips this gen yeah. that have become beloved very soon and we know we'll get sequels for it on the ps5 we'll get sequels for yeah. pretty much everything on the ps5 we already know that the horizon zero dawn sequel is coming um yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I don't know how Ghost ends, but I imagine it is going to be a franchise. Uh, I, I, I'm like again. I haven't beat it. I've only beat Act One, but mm-hmm. just the way Greg and Blessing were talking about it on mm-hmm. their PS I Love You review, like they're like, "Hey, like we don't want to spoil this, but like, I we very much think a sequel is going to happen." So yeah, so I imagine they turn that into a franchise. You've got Days Gone as a new franchise. You've got Spider Man as a new franchise. So you've yeah. already got these tent poles. Yeah. On PS4, then you have the revival of God of War as a new. They brought new back Ratchet franchise. and Clank on PS4 as well. Ratchet and Clank and is a coming. New one back. of those coming as mm-hmm. well. There's a new Crash coming, which that's coming to Xbox too. But like, yeah. But like I again, just, it's oof. Crash. Yeah. Just like, the fact that they've been able to continually 
to be able to continue on like the huge franchises like that's why you got a ps3 like the ps3 had these amazing single player action adventure games or whatnot they were able to create sequels for that on ps4 as well as create a whole new lineup of new ips that also fit into this Sony brand. And I'm imagining that they will continue that on in PS5 with sequels for these, as well as giving us new IP that are also going to be amazing and probably reviving stuff like maybe an infamous or maybe yes, reviving please. like a kill zone. Give me another infamous, or if you're not going to do that, just give me a collection of all of them on PS5. Just do it. Yeah, like it's just insane to think also, about. Also, the again, that there's that rumor. Being able to do this. There's that rumored Uncharted 5 that the San Diego studio is working on, mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. which will probably follow Nate's daughter. Um, spoilers for the end of Uncharted 4, but also that's a game from 2015. If you haven't played it by now, it's on you. Yep. I mean, if they're able to, to give us another Uncharted with like a new spin, like kind of like a soft reboot or something like that, whatever, with his I daughter. Yeah. Um or even if, even if it's God not his War. daughter and it's another Chloe and Nade uh Chloe and Nadine story, that'd be cool too. Yeah, I agree. That would be good. But they have they have directions they can go with that to like give us yeah. a new Uncharted down the line, you know. Yeah. Bring back Uncharted. I mean that uh, actually it's not even bring back. Like it's rumored that it's in development now and has been for a yeah. while. Yeah. What I mean by that is like you're so hyped up on, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn, Miles Morales, yeah. All of these things that we're like in the now, we're hyped up on now. And then to kind of all of a sudden there's a new Uncharted the same way God of War was brought back. Like, boom, here's Uncharted. Here's the new direction it's going in to be able to do something yeah. like that. And by a I new think studio nonetheless. Mm -hmm. I think that would be huge to continue this this legacy and this tradition of Sony possibly getting us a Bloodborne 2. Like stuff like that. Or who knows what like the next huge franchise will be like. There's going to be some new IP um that we haven't seen or heard about yeah, we'll probably PS5, see a last of us you know? part three from naughty dog eventually at some point yep so it's just like sony's pedigree man like it's just crazy to think that you know ghosts hit like this and they just continue to be able to deliver these basically third person action story based games like i remember there being talk about you know single player story games are dead and sony keeps telling you no they're not they're they're not and there's also like the the long just any rumor of uh, Simon Hills becoming coming coming to PS5 like at, that being a new a new title so reviving another long dead Sony franchise like I just it's it's just amazing to see that they continue to just knock it out of the park with these these franchises that they just keep bringing so my hats off to Sony this is like I said this is this is why I buy the Sony box because they have these games these are more in line with the games that I really want to play this is the kind of games that excite excite me so yeah. I'm glad that they're able to keep delivering these hits and I love the fact that it's single player story stuff like it's so they're not they're not cash grabs it's not like here buy all this DLC or anything like that it's like no we're just committed to making great franchises great story-based games and we continue to keep delivering those while, you know, always looking at our back catalog and seeing what we can revive or put out. So thank you, Sony, for continuing to do that. And that's why you keep me, you know, oh, as a fan. And, and also, don't forget, they have an IP now that they could make a sequel of. I doubt Sunset will. Overdrive? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, doubt, I doubt we'll ever yeah. see a sequel to it. Like, that game ended on such a good note. Like, it... it set up well for a sequel and sony owns the ip now mm -hmm. and they've said they don't know what to do with it um 
if we don't see a sequel, maybe we'll eventually see it ported over. Um, yeah. They probably have to ask Microsoft for the rights to do that, but I'm sure they could give them a chunk of change for that. So, yeah. And Insomniac, uh, they keep they they keep throwing out resistance stuff every now and again. Just when you've kind of forgotten about they've, it, like, they've mentioned man. that they're just they're just trolling people at this point. Yeah, stop it or give me a new like that would be another one. Like but, if they can revive the resistance franchise, that see, would be incredible. See, that's the thing too, right? They're they're throwing out resistance gifts all the time, but they're doing the same thing for Sunset Overdrive. Like, stop playing with us, like. If you're not going to put sequels or, you know, port Sunset to PS4 or 5, like, stop. Yeah. I mean, right now they've got, you know, Miles Morales and Ratchet and Clank coming. So I don't know where they would have time to really develop it in it, another Resistance game or Sunset Overdrive. So it'll be interesting. I mean, even if they just do, you know, ports of them. Like, if you yeah. just do a fully redone resistance trilogy if you redo sunset overdrive and throw it on there like that's just another it's just another ip they can pull from like it's, it's yeah. crazy yeah just what these because, first party studios because have. the weapons in sunset are crazy so like it's the same it's the same thing as ratchet where you get the crazy weapons and you just go nuts yeah. like the explosive teddy bear launcher in sunset overdrive is so good <laughs> oh man uh, yeah so Keep doing what you do, Sony. Thank you for giving us these awesome single-player story-based games or whatnot. And I am looking forward to just the PS5 and what they do with that. And I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Yeah. And Ghost is amazing. If you haven't played it, if you're on the fence, play it. Check it out. Look up, watch videos. I've got a two-hour play like two hours of gameplay up on my YouTube that I uploaded for one of my homies. I have uh, I have about four <laughs> hours total up on my YouTube, but then again, like I mentioned at the end of my stream, I, I got a little distracted and wasn't mm-hmm. really holding conversation with chat, so I was like, I'm gonna stream something else. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't streaming at all. I just recorded right. gameplay and threw it up there because my boy Doug, he was like, man, I want to play this game. I was like, there's you, there's footage everywhere. Like, go go watch it. He's like, no, I want to watch you play. I'm like, I'm not streaming it. But I will record some video and throw it up there. And it's literally two hours of me doing side stuff. Like yeah. it's not it's not any main mission yeah. stuff. It's I was like, you're not Have you done any like, have you done any mythic story. tales yet? Yeah, I got the uh what is it? The Heavenly Strike. Okay. I got uh, that one and I also got the armor for the uh the archer. Yeah, I have that one as well. And I have the one open to get the second bow you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also have one open for uh, a samurai looking armor apparently mm. as well. Um, but that one requires keys and I only have four out of six. So yes, this is all way ahead of me cause I haven't done any story stuff. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah, How many hot me, springs yeah. have you found yet? How many who? Hot, hot springs? springs. Yeah. Maybe five four or five did you see the clip of the voice actor for Jin saying yas to his own butt i saw a tweet for that but i actually didn't see the clip the, the clip is great he's literally like oh she's she's gonna be a perf she's just gonna watch the whole thing and then like it cuts to black and shows his standard like hey he took his clothes off to get into the hot spring it's like mm-hmm. yas why am i saying yas to my own butt it's <laughs> funny uh oh, i love this game I could play this game forever. Uh, and apparently it's super long, so I probably will be. 
which I'm totally okay with because I have nothing else that I really want to play right now. So until September, so I mean, really until November for me. Like there are games that I want to play, but nothing that I'm like itching or dying to. Like I can wait on Kingdoms of Amalur. I've already beaten Horizon Zero Dawn, so like the next like exciting game that I'm like, man, I really want to play that is probably Watch Dogs and then Destiny Beyond Light. So. I've got time, and I will just keep playing this game and enjoying the heck out of it and slicing up Mongolians. Goddamn Mongolians. All right. Um, I would do a This Week on the PlayStation Store, but I don't even know where they put that stuff anymore. Uh, they don't. The drop is dead. Uh, it's sh- they don't even post a list because it's all shovelware now. So. <laughs> yeah. Is there even anything coming? There's probably nothing uh, exciting. Probably coming. nothing. I'll open the blog. One sec. Yeah, because I looked and I didn't see anything that was exciting or even, like, anything big. I feel like, yeah, the next big game, honestly, would probably be Kings of Amalur is probably the biggest thing. And then after that, Avengers. But I can't think of anything that's really coming in between that. Like, um, uh, Oh, wait, there's also the Outer Worlds DLC in September as well. Ah, uh, yes. I love how they made. I almost thought that was gonna be a Xbox exclusive the way it was revealed at their their tales. Like, but it's DLC. Is this exclusive or is it? Uh, no. Uh, so the way that that everything. works is that any outstanding deals they had um, are still go to um, like wherever the deal allowed them to. Yeah. So, uh, but also no, I'm not seeing any drop here for it. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, Fast and the Furious Crossroads on August 7th. Don't don't forget about that one. Oh. oh. <laughs> you mean the game that looks like it was uh, a PS2 game? Yeah. Yeah. Also that they they definitely um, definitely voice acted. Yeah. There's no, yeah, there's nothing really coming. So you've got August you got in August you've got that. You've got the PGA Tour uh, 2K21 that I know people are excited about. Um, and then Madden, but that's not till the end of August. So yeah, I think we kind of have like a little small lull right now in games as far as things being released, but there's still plenty to play. Still plenty of games to play. You can definitely, you know, pick up Ghost and you can be in that world for a while. I'm surprised that Nate already platinumed it. I could not believe it. I'm like, did you? Yeah, I saw that. And I'm like, did you do anything else? Right. Like you just completely ignored everything to play this game. And I mean, he platinumed it. I was flabbergasted that platinum trophy though looks fantastic i haven't even looked at the trophies i've just been collecting them. i haven't even looked at them but i feel like this is one that i want to platinum just because i love it so much i want to pl- finish the game I and platinum platinum at the same it, time but i have a it. feeling this is gonna end up in the witcher 3 category for me because i want to platinum the witcher 3 too but mm-hmm. i suck at gwent and i suck at that bamboo thing uh, <laughs> which you I have, have to, compl- to come across you have to com- beat you have to complete all of them for I'm I'm good with that. I'm I have like I said I haven't had any troubles with any of them so I'm I don't that... have trouble with them until I get to the 7 like till I get to all 7. That's when I have start having trouble with them. Yeah. I so Hopefully you'll be able to uh get that and make it happen and it won't be too much of a problem for you cuz I know how you feel about your platinums. Do I do feel with my platinum? Yeah, so 
I'm definitely going to try and platinum this one. This is one that I'm excited to try and platinum. I even may be, I may even go back and try to platinum Last of Us 2 just because the further um, away I get from that game, I just I love it so much. Again, like I said, there's an option you could turn on in the menu that tells you for The Last of Us 2 which collectibles you grabbed mm-hmm. in a previous playthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, just pull up a guide. It'll run you through real quick. Um, you can even turn on enhanced listening mode, which allows you to ping for items, and it grabs collectibles in that as well. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Like I, I haven't turned it on since I finished it. Like I put that down. Like oh god, I had to take away. But like the more I look back on that game, the more I just and absolutely love it. The thing that's cool about the Last of Us Two Platinum is that once you like once you upgrade all of Ellie's weapons, you stop collecting weapon parts as Ellie. And mm. once you once you upgrade all of her abilities, you also stop collecting pills. And then the same thing for Abby as well. For Abby, okay. So cool, but yeah, I think I'm definitely gonna go back and platinum that one at some point. Just I love the game. I want to have a platinum. You should get that Last of Us One platinum. That's never gonna happen. I can't go back and play plat- Last of Us One. I tried. I can't stand it. The the like the controls, the framework. I just I couldn't do it. I, I just wanted to I see tried. you suffer through 184 multiplayer matches for that platinum. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> oh, oh, and also, because you remember the little mini game they had related to the multiplayer, right? Where, like, you have a camp of survivors. I, I never played the multiplayer at all for that. Okay, so the multiplayer worked like you have a group of survivors. And, like, every, like each match counts as one, uh, one day. So, essentially, mm-hmm. you need to complete, like, 12 weeks. Um, which is 84 days. So 84 matches as the Fireflies, 84 matches as Hunters. But if your camp dies at any point during those 84 days, you have to start over. That's just mean. Uh, (laughs) Yup. It's cool and unusual. I completed the Firefly side, no problem. On the Hunters, I died, my camp died twice. So that was 300 multiplayer matches I had to play. Yeah, I would have thrown my PlayStation <laughs> in the river. Like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and we still haven't... Did, they haven't announced a release date for The Last of Us 2 multiplayer, have they? Uh, they never even said that they'd be releasing an update for it. So, they said you'll see it eventually, but we don't currently know as what. Like, when they announced that there was no multiplayer for Last of Us 2. Mm, that could also be something huge. Like, that could be something we see at the August 8th, or the August state of play if they have yeah one. that could be a huge thing especially if they also announce any kind of updates or anything for for ps5 so hmm completely forgot about that until right now could be interesting could be interesting okay well that's gonna do it for episode what is this 43 yep of the playstation experience i uh, hope you guys enjoyed yourself Please feel free to holler at us. Give us a follow over on the Twitters at PlayStation XP. Stop by the blog at psvg.blog or the Discord, psvgblog slash Discord, and join us over there for our shenanigans. We are constantly chatting about all things gaming, whether it be Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, PC, just tech. Like, we're, we're there. We have a, a full random channel where we just talk about all kind of nonsense so if you're looking for some good gaming conversation as well as life conversation, head on over to our Discord. It's it's good times. Um, would also like to uh, thank our patrons. 
If you enjoy our content, consider becoming a patron. Um, it's just $3 for all kind of extra DLC over at patreon.com slash PSVG. And with that in mind, we'd like to thank our producers, Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh the Bonesaw Barboni, Chris McElfrish, myself, Kyle Hyman, Paul Calicote, Michael Messick, Grouchy Surge, and Nick Fall Harbor. Thank you guys so much for your patronage. Without you, there is no us. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And with that, let the people know where they can find you, Haley. Uh, you can find me over on Twitter at Shepard Zarell. Um, you can also find me uh, on your gaming platform of choice at Haley Zarell. Uh, you can add me on Switch if you ask for my Switch code, because I'm not remembering a 12-digit code off the top of my head. So, And also, like I said, I got a little too infatuated with Ghosts to stream it. Uh, I may stream some Borderlands 3 DLC at some point soon. I need to get back and play that, so... Yeah, absolutely. You do that. <laughs> All right. You can find Delvin Cox at Delvin, I want to say underscore Cox. It is Twitter. Delvin underscore Cox. You there can you also go. find him on 37 different podcasts. Exactly. He's the man with a lot to do and a broken computer. Apparently. I don't I don't know how he has time to game when he's on like 37 podcasts. Right. I, I don't know how he does it. He, he is oof, he's the hardest working man in podcast business, apparently. So, follow him. He's got a lot of good content. He's also just an overall great dude. He's also got a broken computer. Yeah, so, you know, throw him a, throw him a dollar in his tip jar and help that man get a better computer. <laughs> <laughs> Te- teach him to be more tech savvy, too, and know not to update your computer right before you start recording. Yeah, or just turn off the fact that it automatically restarts whenever. Like, just don't let it do that. Yeah. <laughs> and you can find me at dat ninja dev pretty much everywhere playstation i think it's dat ninja dev 2 but um twitter xbox everywhere else dat ninja dev shout me a holler down and with that long live play this has been a production of the play some video games podcast network